This, this is Brock and Saul. Brock Heward and Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about just Mike. Mike. On Seattle Sports. Power through the Alaska Airlines studio. Heward, not exactly Joe Cap there in the pocket. Now here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul. Oh no, Brock, it's the final hour of our week here. Oh no, I don't want to go home. I want to stay here the rest of spring training and maybe even after that, July 1st. Yep. Let's stay till July 1st and we're guaranteed some nicer weather in Seattle. That's fine. I could deal with like four or five days of rain, but I don't want to go back home. So at in June, all. we could fry eggs on this concrete. I know. So That's okay. No. I'm no, fine with I'm that. Good. I didn't say I'd do the show from outside every day. I just said I'd like to stay here. All right. Anyway, it's been a blast uh, being around this team. And I think the longer we are here and the longer we're around them and the longer you sort of talk through what has happened with this group, especially since around Christmas when, when the moves started coming with Garver and Polanco mm-hmm. and Santos, and then you kind of see Ty France, and you see, you know, what it looks like when you put this lineup together and remember that the pitching staff is here. Yep. It has been, you know, a, a little bit of an eye-opener in terms of some of the excitement that can start to build back in after some of the frustration that I think a lot of fans correctly had before some of those moves got made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get close to the, to the product, and you get to see the people. Mm-hmm. It's always the people. It's always the people. And when Julio sits down with us, <laughs> you're just you're just blown away. It's you're, one thing I know you like to watch him hit. He's just caught in the tractor beam of his beautiful eyes. Yeah, so where do we want to start? Well, I want the buff root to buff dude report, okay. obviously. I mean, you you said you come down here and you see it's about the people. Yes. But I know that for you, it's not about their minds or no. what they have to say. It's about what they look like and what their bodies look like. Do you think it's like. simply coincidence that we're here at the same time that the combine is going on? No. Do you think there's any coincidence at all? No, I think that's God's plan. Do you think every one of those scouts and GMs and coaches that are there and yeah. look at those guys the underwear olympics the underwear so jealous yeah. and they got the calipers and they're pinching the you know body fat and they're measuring the, the underwear thing was uh, ty he seemed really psyched that that no, picture of him hitting in his underwear made it as big as it yeah, did i don't think he liked it i don't think he did don't think at his all. wife liked so it so we're not going to let him hear this no. but it's time for brock's buff dude report he went to arizona to cover baseball but finds himself asking hey where are my buff dudes at Where's like the buff dudes at? Now here's Brock Heward with the Buff Dude Report. Oh, thanks, Don O'Neill. Yeah, Don O'Neill's voice. Only been heard a while. what's in our open. I've Twice. never. Heard you never heard the whole open of that. Oh, you've never heard with Don O'Neill. I'm sorry, I, I missed the years that you did oh. frequent Buff Dude reports. Oh, yeah. oh. did it every time. And when I came here in those early years, there was nothing to see, Maura. I mean, there's very few. <laughs> it was just a. It was that there weren't the thighs for days. There weren't the calves popping. There weren't the shoulders exploding. <laughs> there were not the buff dudes. You're so judgy. No, I, yeah, I, I, have, I got an eye test. It's Nothing called he an saw, eye test. Brock walked in here year one, 2009, saw Jose Lopez, went to the bathroom, vomited, and then a couple days later was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. This guy weighs like 50 pounds more than he should. What understand, are we doing out here? Understand where my optics came from. Right, yeah. I mean, you're the guy it, yeah. that buys your co-host push-up boards. Right. And yeah. mails them to their house. Well, thank you, by the way. Why didn't you do that for Jose? It's he could have used it. <laughs> he gave an ocular pat down and was like, that's not going to work. <laughs> All right, come on. Well, We're running out of time. I got to hear. send me one. So the very first day, the very first day here, and I'll circle from Monday to Friday, the full arc here. The first day I said to you, this, this is a workmanlike group. Mm-hmm. This is a bunch of workers here. And I felt that day one in over five days that has not changed. You go to the gym. Go to Gold's Gym. All right, what are you going to see? 
Go go to 24-Hour Fitness. What are you going to see? You're going to see a bunch of meatheads that are all there flexing. What do I see at the – Glamour at, muscles. What do I see at the clubhouse in, in, in back home? skipping leg I see 12-year-olds to 15-year-olds taking their shirts off, doing curls and in mewing. the mirror. And mewing. And, oh, and mewing time. to get their chin turn on yeah. like this so they can look super buff <laughs> and have a chin like that. That's what you see. You know what you see here? Quadzillas. Mm. Do you know what you see here? Right. Who's on the Legs list? for days. Colt Emerson. Mm. Yeah. Shame Last on you. First round pick. Shame on you, Dibish. Shame. Shame. Play that woman. Shame to text me a picture of Colt Emerson's legs. I can't. It's. I mean, I, I had to delete it immediately. I can't have pictures like that on my phone. Certainly if I were not lose going across phone. state lines. Yeah. <laughs> so, I knew this was going to get so, Didn't Colt, take long. First Colt, guy. Colt Emerson. Colt Emerson's also like 12. I mean, Colt, like really young. He's a teenager. Colt Emerson's quads yeah. are different. He, when you walked down the hallway recently, you came out like me? a spooked ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what did you say? Taylor Tremell almost ran me over. Yeah. He, yeah. Office linebacker yeah. Taylor Tremell. He's running through the weight room yeah. to get to the meeting on time, yeah. and you he nearly clipped you. That would have been the end of me. Yes. Yeah. Taylor Tremell. That would have been just a little speed bump laying on the ground. I mean, here's just a list of legs for days. Okay. Guys that do not miss squats. Who else is on the list? Well, Colt Emerson. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Garver. Yeah. Bro. Very. I mean, do you, know, do you know what a teardrop is? I don't want to stand up on camera because it's taking it too far, but do you know what a teardrop is? Teardrops, when you stand Straighten up. Straighten your leg totally yes, straight. And right? you have that nice yeah. big old teardrop above your kneecap. Right, the striations. That shows you who puts in the time. Okay. Now, he squatted right. six million times in his life as a yeah. catcher, yes. which should naturally help, but he has the quads. unbelievable quads. Okay. Um, Taylor Trammell, I mentioned. Dom Canzone, when you added the weight. Right, what do you it, mean up here? The weight was correct, all down here. Correct. Yeah. Like he took he took Ty France's upper and then like kind of squeezed it and just put it you know on the right his legs. He's a different yeah. guy. When when the guys get down here in the afternoon show in a week and a half, if yeah. Dom Canzone walks he by, no like, longer has that Michael Saunders. Uh, yes. What's the guy from San Francisco I mentioned earlier? Hunter Pence. Yes. He no longer looks like no. those guys. He looks a lot thicker than they do. Yeah. yeah. Horsepower. Yep. Yeah. He was right. thin and wiry strong last yeah. year. Now he is thick boy uh, in the legs, especially. <laughs> Cade Marlowe. We saw his legs last year. We saw them yesterday Cade in the Marlo's game. Cut. And then the biggest surprise of all these leg day guys. The biggest surprise to me. Is Brian Wu? Yeah. When he was shooting out here, I was like, I, I took a picture of his legs. I didn't want to show anybody else. <laughs> oh, what is no. wrong? Shame on Divish. But yeah. What bro, is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? Yes. Is this is what I get paid to do. No, it isn't. This it's is called. Really not. No not one pays you for this, this at all. It's called the Buff Dude Report. All right. But you don't get paid for it. You demand <laughs> that you get to do it. There's no demands. There's no demands. Uh-huh. And you may. You're act, like my dad yesterday. You claiming he was asked to come on and rank. You may act like you don't like it. Uh, you yeah. may act like you don't Text want me on that wall. This show is very strange. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully, there's only three more minutes left in this bucket. Do you want to know how Brian Wu throws 96, yeah. 97? With a weird arm angle? Do you want to know how he does it? It's his legs. It's all his legs. Yeah. It's all the ground force. Do you want to know why the strength coach in there has the ground force pads? Do you want to know why Mooney yesterday when he threw 101? Do you want to know why he did that on the first outing? Because he was a triple jumper in his legs in the power created off the ground. All right. If I say one thing to my 14-year-old baseball team, it is that. We create power from the ground, not doing curls for the girls. Mm. We do our squats. We do our wall sits. We do our lunges. <laughs> we do our one-legged backward lunges. We do them all I, anyways, because it's legs. I hope you also say, hey, have fun out there because no, you're 14 no, years old playing baseball. No. Is there any chance that this segment could end <laughs> early? No. I really love this I'll to give be you over. two last little things. Oh I'll God. get away from the Only legs. Only two? The greatest calves, 200 players here. 
the greatest I popping you said you're getting calves. away from legs. The I am. Well, I'm getting away the from the quads. The greatest, greatest calves, of the, calves of the 200 people in uniform. Cal. Employees. Players on this team. Oh, employees. Players on this team. Oh, just players. The great, yes, pl- yes. And may, may wear a uniform. May put gloves on still. Oh, Ichiro. Ichiro's calves yeah. well, are his forearms. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you kind of can't say anything because you were admiring his forearms the I, other day. In that wasn't manner. my fault. I looked over, and he was Bro, 30 feet away, and pe- I could still like see them like they were right here. If Ichiro like, rolled those socks down, uh-huh. and you saw his calves, or, calves or if I just tweeted calves and had a 100 of the most diehard Mariners fans guess whose calves they are, not one Ichiro. Perfect there timing. There, there walks right out the door. I mean, look at Why this. does he keep those covered up? Yeah. That's just not fair. Yes. It's cruel to poor Brock. He's All right, he wants right to do behind is, the camera. is ask him yeah. to pull those socks yeah. down. Look at those calves. Show your calves. <laughs> Show your calves. All right. Okay. And one then more? La- yeah, I'm la- so uncomfortable. And then last la- one. And then lastly. I hope you got the best biceps here this week. I, d- I don't. I don't look you at biceps. Don't? You look at biceps. Well, I'll tell you who the best one was. Who's the best biceps? No, you go ahead. Finish your thing. Finish your little the, buff dude report. There's a reason that Jane Salk put her little hand over her heart when Julio Rodriguez won. Because that's like Sean Springs. Right. That's the... Adonis, yes. like yeah. statue of six David. three, two thirty, <laughs> yeah. statue of David, yeah. and you know what he's got legs. My mom mm-hmm. really, really likes Julio, yeah, a lot. Yes. <laughs> like she, she was almost like that was almost she like, almost fainted. It was almost like a Beatles coming to America yes. fainting moment yeah. for my mom. So there you go. It's like she was there at the Ed Sullivan show. <laughs> there you go. So you didn't get the the biggest so, and best looking. Do you not biceps? listen to me? I don't look at biceps. Okay, so you I don't mi- care. Such so a glamour mi- muscle. So you miss Boy Howdy's biceps. I sure did. You didn't notice Boy Howdy's oh, biceps. Okay. No, I did not notice. Boy Howdy had the best biceps on the team. Yeah, everyone was texting and seeing you guys look alike, so I don't know about that. <laughs> well, there you go. It's a compliment. <laughs> Sheesh. You know, I said, uh, underrated Carson Vitale. Yeah. He is in. He is a strong. Oh, the coach? One of the strongest oh, coaches yeah. probably on the team. I know you said you didn't want us uh, to talk about your working out, but I don't think it's a good thing you're not getting any stronger because if you hit that golf ball any harder, think about how many more poor animals you would have put into the hospital. Oh, All right. Uh, wait, wait, we have one review. The 253 says Brock is the Bill Walton of body analyzing. Sure. I'll own it. Do you want to read the text we just got from Aaron Goldsmith? No, no I don't. Yes. No, I don't. Yes, we do. That's private. What does that one say? Am I included on it? Yep. Okay, that's private. No, okay. it's not. Read I'm, it. All caps. This is my fave segment. <laughs> that sounds like no cap, not all caps when it's all said and done. Let's give you guys everything you need to know, including good news that came out this morning on one Mariner pitcher that everyone was worried about. That's in everything you need to know next on Brock and Salk. Need to know. 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk. Here's what you need to know. Up first. I promise good news breaking here at Mariner Camp this morning, and we got it. Just under an hour ago, we found out that Matt Brash, who has been the biggest concern dealing with arm soreness, worried that it was going to require Tommy John or some sort of major surgery. Justin Hollander with the positive update this morning. He got an MRI uh, that was reviewed by our physicians and Dr. Meister. He also went to see Dr. Meister. The conclusion of everyone is that uh, diagnosed with medial elbow inflammation, so elbow inflammation. He's doing really well with the treatment. Uh, We anticipate him starting a throwing program on Tuesday or Wednesday. So, you know, the rule of thumb generally is two weeks off, which it will have been roughly on Tuesday, Wednesday, two weeks to get back on the mound to where he was on the 20th, and then he will need to go through a spring training at that point. 
I mean, that news could have been so much worse, honestly. And, I, you know, they're not out of the woods. Sometimes these guys try to come back, and then there's a setback. And, you know, you don't know where this is going to go. But the fact that it is not Tommy John, the fact that he went to go see a surgeon, so, and the surgeon said, no, I wouldn't do any surgery on this. I think you're just fine. That's great news for Matt yeah, Brash, the only thing for I, the Yeah, the only thing I would say and disagree a little bit is if there was any issue, you'd be shut down for longer. Absolutely. The two weeks. Oh, my gosh. What now? What now, Justin? What? Can you turn your <laughs> mic off for crying out loud? Jeez, do you want to pop my, on Buff Dude? You didn't do that? It's my, it's my first day, guys. Oh, <laughs> you know what it is? He's having to go and solve everybody else's technology problems because mm. Salk's always yeah. sending him to people's houses. Right. It's True. just It's like bubbling up. It's so too that, much. It's a lot. If there was any issue, they sent that around. They had their people look at it and everything. As much as he was used last year, as much as a story as that's become of the most used reliever, 1,300 pitches, if there was any issue, they would not be throwing him Tuesday or Wednesday. So the fact it's not flexor bundle, the fact it's not forearm, the fact it's not any of that, but some elbow inflammation is really great on the news. scale of like yeah. what could have been news. Yeah, that's it's about as good as could have been. It's about as good as could have been. About as good as it could have been. Similar to what happened with Julio earlier this week. We were a little worried as he was not playing, and you know what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. And then we found out well, it's just a little left hand soreness. And he told us in particular yesterday that he had some different bats and some different knobs. And as he was hitting, that ended up kind of hurting. And we watched him. He really does put his left hand, his bottom mm-hmm. hand, Dude. all the way over the knob when he hits. So Santos. it's nice to see. It's impossible Bro, to talk to you. Santos is a rock. I know. I told you this the other day. Well, he's not been out and around, but great power source. Okay, next. <laughs> next. Who's the Why would you handle the next yeah. no, Why don't you just talk about the NFL? John the Schneider combine. was at the Combine talking to our friends, Dave Wyman, Bob Stelton yesterday. <laughs> Salk, this is what you bring me here for. Okay? What? To you distract me in the middle of something I'm trying to tell the people? You don't want boredom out of me. <laughs> you don't want me to just show up and be some slappy. kind of do. We're start seeing players walk around with their gloves over their no, backs. No, they won't. <laughs> no, you don't. When you go past that guy. You kidding me? You're showing <laughs> to be wearing aprons backwards in reverse. Yeah. yeah. We just haven't seen, honestly, the only reason I did that, we haven't seen a ton of Santos. He's been throwing a little bit. But that's the first time we could really see him next to Mooney. And Mooney's a big guy. Santos is... Is a, is a it, mammoth. If it works out where he makes the team, Coar ends up on the team at some point, and Vargas ends up on the team, and you're legitimately talking about coming out of the pen with Munoz, Santos, yes. Brash, Carlos Vargas, and Jackson Coar. I gotta tell you. <laughs> and then God bless. That those is are, absurd. Those are the five on one hand. And God bless our two lefties. Sacedo and, and Spire. <laughs> yes, who are I like, know. hello, 90s. But they're not soft tossers. I mean, it's and, not like Scott Sauerbeck and those guys back in the no, day. No, they're spinners, though. But they, they yeah, spin. They're a little they're bit They're about different. spin. Yeah. Here's the third thing you need to know. Kraken win, Cougs win, and Caitlin Clark is going to the WNBA. Mm-hmm. She really has become quite the story. I hated what Darren Ravel wrote yesterday, immediately saying the headline here is she's taking a $750,000 pay cut. Like, yeah. that's really not the headline. No, it's Even not. if it was true, it wouldn't be the headline. Correct. Like, she has, I think, earned the right to be news in her own right and just be like an excitement for the sport and for her. 
She's fascinating. Yep. She's so fun to watch. People are are demonstrably interested in watching her. And he's right. The final the four money. of the women's final four last yep. year did significantly better ratings than the WNBA finals. Yep. But maybe that changes with Caitlin Clark. And maybe, yep. you know, not tweeting things like, oh, she's taking a pay cut. Yep. I don't know. I, I, I He may be right. He's not. Because he's still going to end up making what was NIL money in endorsements. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how that's the story. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. But that's just the day and age that we live in to, to a degree. And she she will be awesome. I, I don't, she's not going to score like she scored in college because the league defensively is better. But she will pass and she will shoot and she will extend range and she will be the Steph Curry, you know, of the WNBA. And it will bring a tremendous amount of excitement. Just like that story we heard from Julio from Gatorade. Gatorade sponsors Caitlin Clark. You know, like, hey, do you want to come to the Super Bowl? And like to have your presence here. Her presence is going to be wanted by a lot I kinda of people. I kind of like to see those two talk to each other for a little while. Julio and Caitlin? Yeah. There's some good respect. I think there'd be a lot of respect between those two. By the way, Julio's form shooting? Kind of nice. Decent. I didn't mind seeing Julio shoot. I like watching Logan Gilbert shoot this week. There's some ballers on this team. Decent. All right, that's everything you need to know. Quarter past every hour here on the Brock and Salk Show. <sighs> So we're going to rank our five favorite moments. Just each of us will give our favorite, I think. What's favorite been your week. favorite moment okay. of the week so Perfect. far? I think that makes Perfect. sense. That'll be ranked coming up here in about, uh, what, 20 minutes or so. I feel like we've got to talk baseball because we're here in our mm-hmm. final. But I would like to talk a little of the combine, a little of Schneider, a little of Gina. Can we sneak a little football before we do baseball? Five minutes? Yeah, like five minutes. Five minutes of football. Five minutes of football. Ten minutes of baseball. Ten minutes of our favorite moments. Boom. We'll finish this thing Boom. up. And just with a huge, humongous thank you to everybody at Alaska Airlines for sending us here. They sponsor this thing. They do have daily nonstops to Phoenix and Tucson from Seattle. If you're coming to spring training, start thinking about next year. If it's too late for this year, it is a wonderful, wonderful trip. And the ability, if you can bring your kids down here, the accessibility you know what I've never of heard in 15 years of doing this? Yeah. You know what I have never heard one time? I've never heard one person say, ah, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Kind of a letdown. Yeah, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I wouldn't have made the trip. It really wasn't wasn't worth it. I've not heard one person say that in 15 years. It's not a letdown. It is a very, very cool special experience that you and your kids will remember forever. All right, coming up, five minutes of football, ten minutes of baseball, and we'll finish it up here from the Mariners Complex in Peoria. It's Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on 710 and the Seattle Sports app. You're listening to Brock and Salk. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app. I know you're about to cry. I know you. I hate this. You know it every year. I know. The same thing. But before you do, Amora stepped away. Yeah. I had rabbit's feet. Ah. I, they were supposed to come yesterday to Gigi and Papa's house. And when I got back, I'm like, where are they? And they're like, no. And then I reach out to Molly. I'm like, where in the heck are the rabbit's feet? The lucky feet? rabbit's feet? Yes. Keychains? Four, four of them keychains. Oh. So, no, yes. And then it was supposed to come before nine. And Larry was going to drive okay, it out here. here. She's here. She's here. So nothing. Shit, so we'll wait for a week and a half. Uh, we are going to okay. talk five minutes of uh, football, a few minutes of baseball. I would like to say something before we get to ranked. I just wanted to thank a couple of people who really made an awesome week happen for us and some real MVPs of this entire week week and uh, some on our crew uh, I joked about Justin earlier not doing any work it was a lie Justin has been working his tail off all week with all the digital stuff that we've done YouTube and videos Thank and you. social and Instagram and the awesome shots and the drone footage like Justin has been an absolute rock star this yep. week Mora 
is I wish that everybody out there knew just everything Mora does. And I know it at home, but when we're actually, like, in the same place and we're all living together and Mora, you see her up until the, like, middle of the night, cutting sound and dealing with computer issues and fighting through it, she is just an unbelievable, not just hard worker, but good at what she does. And this show could not happen without what Mora brings to the table. Shannon Dreyer, who we got to live with the last couple of days as well. Shannon is as good a reporter as you will find. And every single day this up Starbucks which she did not need to do just a huge hearty thanks to Shannon who is mm-hmm. an awesome teammate a wonderful person and somebody that I feel privileged to have gotten to know over the last 15 years or more um, and then the Mariners PR staff who helped us out we got every single guest we wanted this yeah week. you put together a every lengthy, single I mean, a lengthy one. list of lengthy demands yep. like you normally do Salky. thank you put it out there to them and they responded <laughs> well they got every single guest Everyone. we wanted the players were all great they were all engaged they were all interesting took time nobody bailed on us nobody was late nobody big timed us it, it really was awesome. a spectacular week and so tim and adam and uh who else am i missing over there they had alex alex yep. and jordan the whole crew sarah what they've done is just amazing so a huge thanks to every single one of those people because they made what was a really, really special week here. And personally, to Perry Hill, who worked with my buddy's kid and my dad yes. to help them with their fielding yeah. for 15 minutes. I feel yesterday. like he transformed your dad's life. He kind of did. Yeah. yeah, he'll never view, uh, he'll never view a ground no. ball the same. Did, so, you, anyway. did you thank Brock for making dinner? No. No, oh, okay. don't worry no about that's it. expected. Aww. Yeah, don't that's worry. That's just about expected. It. I just assume that's yeah, going to happen. Or golf. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I don't know. Worry about that. That's that, just that golf day was incredible. I was that getting was to Brock. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, we're gonna get to. It Schneider. was 14 years ago that Brock and I came down here together one year into our show, and the first year had not gone very well, Mm -hmm. and we weren't sure that we would be able to work together. Mm -hmm. The political differences, some other differences in how we wanted to do the show, creative differences, and uh, we went out to sushi together, had a little conversation, got ourselves on the same page, and uh, since then, there's no one in the world other than my family that I feel is more important to my life or who matters more to me. So oh, despite all of the breakups and coming back together and everything else, there are very few people in the world I love more than Brock Heward. So a hearty thank you to thank you, you as well, Brock, for taking us out and for cooking for us and for just being a really special leader. So, Sweet time. Sweet you. times. It feels in that sushi, the element to that story was, of course, the server thought we were dating. You know, so we that, that 14 was, years later, yeah. she might not be wrong. I think she would yes. probably feel exactly the same way. And the way, creative so. difference was over yeah. sushi. I said, Mike, I've yeah. got to do a Buffer Dude report. Yeah. I got to. I mean, it's, it's just in my being. Yeah. I've got to do things like oh, this. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was telling course. me about yes. the salmon and the tuna, right. which had better thighs. And <laughs> anyway, thanks to Kathy and Kyle and everybody back home as well. This has been a really special yes, week, and we you. really, really appreciate it. It's, it's amazing. Right. You want to talk a few minutes of football? I would. A couple of minutes of football. Uh, oh, and Alaska Airlines gets their thanks as well because they fly us up and back, which is just awesome. Okay. Brock, uh, John Schneider, on with Wyman and Bob yesterday. That's every Thursday leading up to the draft. They do the, the John Schneider show on that sh- uh, uh, at that time, usually at 4 o'clock on Thursdays. And he, this quarterback conversation's not going to go away until either Drew Locke signs mm-hmm. or they draft a quarterback at the first or second round. He was asked about this class and the fact that they haven't drafted many guys during his tenure. 
this draft does have, when, when you're asking a specific question, or I was asked a specific question the other day about the quarterback position, you know, we've tried to. It's not like we haven't tried to draft quarterbacks. We've just ended up drafting two over the last whatever, 15 years. But uh, the quarterback position does look like just from a, and it, it, it's always a different position because of the medical grades. Those medical grades pretty much stay the same uh, with the quarterbacks. And so this, this, this group looks pretty good. I think it's, I think it's be fun to watch these guys throw the ball down here. And not all of them are. We know that Jaden Daniels and Drake May and Caleb Williams are all going to pass on that. So there may be a little tell right there because J.J. and Penix and Bo and some of the others are going to throw. Uh, I, I like this group. I told you that two years ago, Salk. I told you during last year's draft, like Anthony Richardson, there's there's a project there. There's some accuracy issues. There's some just some issues. I mean, an unbelievable physical talent, no question. Um, C.J. Stroud, I had my questions of, of movement and overall athleticism. He obviously answered all those and more. Bryce was little, little itty-bitty guy and was little itty-bitty in Carolina this year. This class, this class a lot more developed. I mean, this is a class that if you are Washington and you are New England and you are Chicago and you are Denver and you're in the top you know, 10, 12, Minnesota, and you want to get that guy that is so critical because you own him for five years at a pretty good rate as this cap has exploded, a really good rate if they actually hit, mm-hmm. you can see why those GMs are yep, counting their blessings like this was the right time, yeah. the right pick, kind of the Strasburg Ackley. Like it was a great year to be one and not two. <laughs> it's a great year for Washington and for Chicago to be sitting there at one and two and, and have an opportunity to get some of these difference makers. And, and then if you are the Seahawks, what does this look like? I mean, it, you know, you've got some options. You know your Geno is going to be back here. Okay, fine. You know that you haven't drafted a lot of quarterbacks, and at some point you're trying to develop that, and that's supposed to be important to you. And by all accounts, you're still not willing to let Drew Locke walk out the door because you really like a lot of the things he does, especially John seems to be especially enamored with him. So what do you do yeah, with, well, with this great quarterback class, with next year's class not looking nearly as good, with Geno here and with Drew and Unknown? How yeah. are you handling this? The enormous advantage we have is the draft isn't tomorrow. The draft isn't a week from now. We are going to have significant tells. But doesn't the Drew Locke decision have to get made before that? The Drew Locke, the market's going to make that decision for you. For Drew in particular, the market over the next couple of weeks is going to make that decision. And is uh, Vegas or is one of these teams going to draft uh, you know, a, a quarterback and, and have a lot more cap space than you to go pay Drew Locke 10, 12 million bucks a year? So, yeah, I, I think the market is going to you know, be able to dictate a bunch of that. We're also going to learn about Leonard Williams. We're also going to learn about DK Metcalf. We're also going to learn, right, about these different components and these different pieces, Salk, that do set the table for what happens on draft day. Yeah. You know, I mean, we will. We will see. Are you going to get Leonard signed? Then let me tell you what's going to happen. Are you going to get Jordan Brooks signed? Then then let me tell you what's going to happen. Drew Locke's going to leave because somebody's going to want him. Correct. And the Seahawks are going to have to draft a quarterback. Like, let, let, let's just be clear. If that's what you're saying, if the market is going to dictate that, yes. then Drew Locke is going to leave, yes. and the Seahawks are going to have to draft a quarterback. Yeah, well, tell me what happens with Jordan Brooks. Tell me what no. happens with Leonard Williams. I'm not going to tell you Tell any me of those what things. happens with the interior offensive line. No. Tell me how much you're going to spend in free agency on some of those and, and what wave of free agency you're going to be involved in. If Drew Locke leaves, they're going to have to draft a quarterback. Maybe it's not in the first round, but they're going to have to draft a quarterback at some point because you're, you're, you're running out of years. You're running out of time. At some point, if you keep saying that this is something that's important to you, you actually have to act that way. And I know John's been joking about it, and you know how I feel about this. When you tell me something's important, you mm-hmm. actually have to go do it. Yeah. And they're not, they haven't done that. That's okay. Yeah. 
it's time to do it, unless you're going to bring back Drew Locke and say we're rolling it back with the same two guys. All right, before uh, we finish up here with some ranking in five minutes, Shannon Dreyer, our Mariners insider, sitting down with us here. She was in with Justin Hollander. She helped to get the news about the Matt, uh, Matt Brash injury, which is, by all accounts, Shannon, God, I know you, I was overjoyed. I would imagine you were uh, pretty surprised as well. Yeah, it's... Um I think that when you take a look at the whole progression of what we had heard, it was really going to something that was probably going to end in surgery. Uh, And what we have heard is it is just elbow inflammation. Now, that said, why is there elbow inflammation in there? They're not sure about that. So um, Justin Hollander said, you know, there's no surgery, there's no PRP shot or anything like that, but we're going to have to watch it carefully kind of paraphrasing right there they're hoping he will get out and resume throwing on tuesday which just happens to be the one off day so i'm not happy about that in the least <laughs> we'll see if we can talk him out of that um and see what happens from there you know anytime you're talking about an elbow you you have to take it as as it goes and you know scott service even said we're not out of the woods yet on this one so get him back get him throwing and uh, see where they're at but uh, all in all very good news today that they didn't go in there and see something that they hadn't seen before on his mri yeah on the scale of walking in there what could be best news walking in there today this is probably it that's it you know, you don't hear bundle, flexor bundle. You don't hear forearm. Right. You hear inflammation. And to your point. I was expecting point. to hear Tommy John. Were you really? Yeah. I was expecting to hear flexor bundle. Mm. <laughs> I've become well, so accustomed to If we had heard flexor, flexor bundle, usually it would have meant always we were going to hear Tommy, Tommy John, John in a couple of weeks. Right. So, I mean, right. you know, yes. whatever. Yeah. Basically six of one, yes. half dozen of the other. But mm-hmm. that is some great news. Shannon, we are going to give some of our final thoughts here in a moment. I know you're not done by any stretch. You still have a few more weeks down here. But as of today, if you were going home with us, what would be your one biggest takeaway of what you've seen so far here at spring training? Wow, that's on the spot right there. Uh, you know, Brock will give you two hours to okay. figure that out. Um, if you're putting me right on the spot, the starting pitching you know is just what we have seen the first time out mm. from everybody has been absolutely insane. These guys look like that you would usually look in the fourth or fifth outing yeah. of the spring, and mm. they all came out of the gates ready to go. You know, Luis Castillo throwing 96-97 in his first outing when you didn't see that till his third outing, possibly fourth last year uh george kirby looking like george kirby uh, logan gilbert having a, a full off season where he just could work on getting ready because he's kind of figured everything out now you know there are a little qu- few questions about that and then bryce miller just looks silly yesterday so mm-hmm. uh just the starting rotation i, I think is let me ask you what i asked brock at 7 a.m this morning how did you feel about one sentence each how did you feel about this team december 15th before you came down to spring training and today um, you know, it's kind of, there's a little bit of a roller coaster right now. The Santos edition was huge, and then you thought you lost Brash. And so that kind of, that's been my question mark all along, has been the bullpen, because the pitching is going to be so important. And runs are precious when you don't have a huge offense. But uh, I think that probably one of the best things I feel about, and it's something that I suspected would happen, and we talked about it quite a bit, was they season stuff. 
before they got down here. Mm -hmm. So right now, I think everybody is on the same page. And what really jumped out at me a little bit more that I hadn't considered too much is how they took not getting to the postseason mm -hmm. last year and how they took it personally and, and how they've dealt with that. That's part of it this year. This team's going to have a little bit extra because of that. And honestly, that's usually part of the process when you are building. It's, it's usually, as we've talked about, it's not linear. You get back to the postseason, a lot of teams don't make it the next year. And then they take off after that. And some of that is that feeling that they had after not getting back. Yeah. So uh, I think that, you know, kind of uh, mentally they are in a good good place. I think they're all on the same page. Um, so I feel better about that. And, you know, I, I think third base I feel a little worse about right now. And we're, I'm hoping we see some stability there um, soon. We asked Ty France about it today. You didn't. Well, of course we did. Oh. What do you mean, Ugh. Yep. Brady, we have the sound of Ty France. Hold on a second. I'll play it for you. We asked Ty about a bunch of things. I, I wanted him to address some rumors, like that he was doing the uh, Happy Gilmore, waiting for uh, taking as many hits to the shoulders as possible. And he said he's moved off the plate a little bit, so he's not going to be getting hit as much. But we did ask him if he was going to be the starting third baseman on opening day. Obviously, he's not going to do that, but here was his answer. I'm here to do whatever I, I got to do to help the team win, whether that be third, first. Um, but, you know, being able to come into camp um feel athletic again um being able to move my feet you know the way i have so far um you know, i feel like I, I could go back out there and play third again whereas last year you know i i, I knew i was playing first every day and right. didn't not that i didn't need to work at third but um there was no urgency for mm -hmm. it so um being able to do that i, I don't think i'm going to be the opening day third baseman but um you know if they need me to play third i'm, I'm more than happy to the one thing I'll say, and I love, he feels good. That's why he's going over there and doing that. That's great. He awesome. physically feels good. But you know what I'd like for Ty France? Because last year was such a tough year for him. And you thought going into the trade deadline, he heard his name being mentioned, didn't like that. Going into the offseason, perhaps being traded. Some thinking he might even be DFA'd and, and not, you know, going with the arbitration there. I'd like to say, hey, Ty, this is what you're going to do this year. Don't worry about anything else. We'll see. It's uh, it's a fun it's a fun problem to have. I think that's sort of the good news there is the fact that Ty is in shape enough and is willing and mm -hmm. it's a redundancy. It's a it's a fourth fifth option. It's certainly not the direction you'd want to go. But if your hand is forced, it's nice to know that's potentially a possibility. Shannon, thank you. Make sure you guys are reading and following Shannon for the next couple of weeks as she will remain down here even as the rest of us have to go mm -hmm. home. Right now, we're gonna finish it up with some ranking. Got a list? Time to put it in order. Fred Dwarmfors House. Top five. Top five meals that I have ever had. This is Ranked. To be honest, that list was really biased. Every morning at 945 on Brock and Salk. Top ten list. I'm not buying it. Ranked. I love when I tell Shannon I ask somebody a question and her immediate response is, you didn't. No. My <laughs> no, you didn't. You are in so much trouble. The same way you react when Brock's about to say something about somebody's body. Mike. You're not there. <laughs> You're not going to do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, rather than a straight-up ranking today, we're going to do it a little bit differently since it's our last day here. And I thought we would go around the circle and say the most important thing or your favorite thing that you saw here this year and the player you are now most excited to watch this season after being here. Okay? So quick little two-part answer. Justin, I'm going to start with you. I'll put you on the spot. Okay. Best thing you saw or heard down here and the person you're now most excited to see this offseason. This I'm, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit easy answer. Shannon mentioned some of this, but about Hanniger mm -hmm. and the legitimate happiness excitement of him being back because he's part of the 
the old group of Mariners, the guys that were here when things weren't great and when the team was not good and didn't have a lot to be hopeful for and happy about. And the fact that he does not sound like there's any of that lingering and left over and that he's taking a leadership role and being a big mentor for the younger guys and also still feeling like, hey, I got a lot of a lot of good years left. It's like, it's exactly what I wanted to hear from him. And he, and you believe him. He's like, he's not a guy that's just going to say what he has to say for the media. Like That you know? is true. Um, <laughs> he is nah. a He'll tell you what he's teller. thinking. Yeah. Yes. And favorite person to watch. Yeah, person you're now excited to watch this season after seeing him down here. Hmm. Um... I'm probably going to say we're a ways out, but because I just he looked like the best player on the field when I saw him was Cole Young. Dude, that was God, he's so I think I got all you guys smooth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd written down the answers I knew you guys were going to say before. You I, and I know we're a little ways away, but I, I want I wanted to Well, that was going to be mine too. So I, oh. I mean, just because it's someone I didn't know that much about coming in, and you're, you're hearing so much buzz and seeing so many good things. Okay. Yeah. Great although, job, Although Justin, there was that little you. shot thank from you. service. Oh, about how he wasn't so good at morning meetings. Yeah, sure. That's mine. That's mine. I think he may. I think he may believe in himself. That's my guess Mm. about Cole Young. He may have some some strong belief. Boy, howdy, cocksureness. Maybe. Uh, Number number one thing of all, though. Yeah. Uh, how about going to my first NBA game thanks to my camera? Oh, there things. you go. Yeah, yeah. Huge. What, the, what is that? that is, I'm going to remember of, that forever. I think one of the nicest people we've met. 100%. Like, just immediately took us under his wing when we right. uh, These guys were my went he- out with some people that work at the Mariners. These yeah. guys were my heroes mm. growing up. <laughs> and, like, the Did imposter syndrome. Oh, Did no. you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> no. <laughs> what if we went to karaoke? I might have. We were probably one step away from that. Yep. All right, Maura, what was your uh, favorite moment and person you're most excited to watch this year? Oh, man. I think, honestly, I have to say throughout the week, even though it was a little loud, I really enjoyed watching everyone shoot around and do the three-point contest just to see that different wow. aspect, see everyone Great relaxed, answer. kind of who hung out with each other. Um, yeah, I think that was a good move by Scott, even if you say he copied it from Pete. Well, I mean, he agreed. <laughs> he was like, yeah, straight up stole it. Yeah. Best part of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what did he say about imitation? Who was your favorite I shooter? I mean, everybody does things so s- kind of separately down here. They all have their own routines, so it, it seemed like a good idea to bring everyone together. Totally I liked agree. watching that. Great one. Great answer. Um, yeah, I was going to say Cole Young. I'm trying to think now. You know, I, what I will say is um, after watching Andres Munoz pitch mm. yesterday, because he did kind of get have, you know, what, an injury leading into last year and maybe was a little inconsistent at times. I- I'm excited for his season. You mean after Andres Munoz played catch at 101? Yes. Unbelievable, yes. man. I, just the he effortlessness. You talk about how Matt Brash is max effort. Yes. The effortlessness yes. Of, mm-hmm. of Munoz. He's just playing catch out there. Oh, 101. You look, oh, that, wow. <laughs> yeah. What? Like that how, even possible? Yeah, how is that possible? It's really quite absurd. Okay. All right, there you go. That's a great answer from Mora as well. Brock? Yeah, favorite moment. Favorite moment? A player that you were most yeah, excited favorite for. Favorite moment's not even close. I mean, I'm a sicko. I'm a left handed <laughs> wackadoo. The way my mind thinks, the way I handle like There's not even a question. Kill the wabbit. No, Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. When Mora's out there, and she had to handle a lot, right? I mean, she was there with us the whole afternoon. She's got to handle all of that. Yep. And she's got to handle clubs. And then, you know, maybe she's swinging and missing a little bit and swinging and missing a little bit. Maybe swinging and missing a little bit. And, you know, then all of a sudden, just contact, right? I've told you about the left. That was the worst part. That was the only ball I hit. (laughs) 
I told you about the great story coaching Little. Exactly. Coaching Little League, right? Uh -huh. And my little left fielder out there with the brightest blue eyes who could not catch a thing or hit a thing. And we're in the playoff game, and all of a sudden the ball's going right to him, and you're like, oh, please. And he just stuck his glove up, and it landed right in his glove. You mean Michael Bagley from my Little League team Thank who you. did the same thing? Yes. Of course. And, and he's carried off the field, yep. and we do it. You know, to carry that rabbit off of the dead fairway. Right? <laughs> oh, and, my God. Yes. And to pick up the bloody ball oh, the story and all of it. All There could not be a topper yeah, about right. The rabbit is thriving. I wrote yeah. down it's the alive. person I think Brock is going to answer for the person he's most excited to see this year. I think you'll be wrong on this I one. I don't think I will. I think you will. I don't think I will. I am most excited to watch Logan Gilbert. Oh, darn it. Ah. I am most excited to watch him grow into who he is. We saw it last year. He threw over 190 innings. So it's not as if he's going to all of a sudden be something he's not been. But even when he sat here the first day and we all looked at him like, huh, he's a man. He's a man now. Like, yeah. kind of just grown into. And they always say this about basketball players, girls basketball players in particular through recruiting. Talk to any of them. Bigs are the hardest to recruit. Hardest to project. Take the longest. What is it going to look like? I don't know. Little point guard, got to figure it out. Shooting guard, you can see it. What's that big going to be? I don't know. Logan's a big, and there's a lot of moving parts, and it just feels like he's ready. While everyone wants to crown Kirby and talk about him and the Cy Young, and people want to talk about Luis, Logan's going to be right there. Well, I'm sorry that I got it wrong, but I think you are actually wrong. That's not the person you're most looking forward to. The actual answer for like Brock knows me. Is, like, is Brand Brown. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's changed You his just answer. forgot. Braid. No, no, no. You no, just no. forgot to say he's him. A, he's not a player. That's what I wrote down. Not a player. I didn't say player. I think I said person. I can't wait to see if it's different. I know you. For all these years. You've been oh, talking about him nonstop all week. Hitting coaches don't matter. Hitting coaches don't matter. He's not don't a hitting coach. It. Oh, I know he's, he's not. He's a strategist. Yeah, Very exactly. different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. I will, uh, I'll give you mine, and uh, they both involve the same person. And uh, shame on all of you for not mentioning him because he's the best player here. All of the best stuff this week was sitting with Julio, watching Julio mm -hmm. in the cage hit a ball 120 miles an hour that went a projected 508 feet. Yep. That is not supposed to be a real number. But I think it's just a given you're excited for oh Julio. My we were trying Lord. to think outside the box. That's fine. You guys can go crazy <laughs> trying to think outside the box. I'm going to keep it simple, stupid. Okay. I'm going to go with Julio Rodriguez. And the player I'm most excited to watch this year is Julio Rodriguez mm. because I think he is going to put together an MVP campaign legit. So Good. Uh, that would be my answer. If it wasn't him, I'd probably go with Shannon in the pitching and, and specifically Luis. Mm -hmm. Guy's pretty special. This whole week was I special. I got to thank one. Oh, I got to thank two people real okay. quick. All right. I want to make sure we have time because yes. I went through and thanked everybody for yes. what they did. But two people back at the studio made this whole thing possible. And yes. Matt Nelson is not in today. Brady Robick is. Brady Bones. Both guys worked awesome. their butts Terrific off job. and did an A-plus job making sure we were on the air. The cuts were ready. They anticipated our every move. It is mm -hmm. not easy to do. And both of them crushed it mm. all this week. So thank huge you, thank you to both yep. of them. This is going to sound like a humble brag. It's not. <laughs> That's Let's finish with a brag. Right, here here. Humble yeah. brag it always obviously. is when Let you preface say. that. When Shani and I were in the kitchen doing our thing together, yeah. and I could feel her just passion for making food and doing yeah. it, and the love I have for that, and then when we sat down at the table, it was quiet. Hmm. And you guys were just digging in and eating. I thought you were going to say grace or something. Huh? I was tempted to. I, I, I thought you were going to say a prayer. I was about ready. Thank you. Next time. Next time I will. Well, I didn't that. say you should. Oh, I just okay. thought you were going to. <laughs> That's but to, uh, uh, to break bread yeah. with everybody under one roof in the house was yeah. pretty darn cool. Very cool. we got to get out of here. I'm so sorry. I could spend another month here without a problem. Shannon, if you'll have me, I'll be here. And, uh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> we can we can just hang out for the next month. Forget about Wyman and Bob and everybody else. We'll be back Monday morning. We want to ask you about what you heard, so we'll take some calls on Monday. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. We will see you then, 6 a.m. Until then, the hay. From Peoria. Uh, in the bar. Don't say it. Get to the chopper!